Welcome to the Lone Star Plate Podcast, where we sit, eat, chat, and repeat. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong, and we are coming to you from Austin, Texas at Permanent Record Studios. The Lone Star Plate Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers markets, and more. We're using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. You like how I did that? See? Brought the alls. Okay, let's get started. All right, our food today will be from Austin Daily Press, okay? They're considered one of the best sandwich places in Austin, maybe all of Texas. So this is what we've ordered. We've got a pineapple and ginger chimichurri panini with melted white cheddar and Swiss. Good God. We've got what the sandwich called the Lucille. Uh, it's a lemongrass braised pork shoulder with escabeche, aji amarillo alioli, ginger chimichurri, cucumber, white onion, and red cabbage slaw. Oh my God. If you say it that way, does I it make that. it taste did you, better? Did you want, yeah, doesn't it? Aren't you salivating at the mouth right now? No? Okay. We're also getting a pork belly carnitas torta. A torta is just a sandwich, just like a Mexican sandwich, just a big like bolillo bread that they use. Anyway, it's got smashed avocado, black bean refritos, red cabbage slaw, and queso fresco. So that's going to be delicious. That's that white crumbly cheese that you'll get on top of your beans when you go to a Tex-Mex place. That's what that queso fresco is. So we've got some great stuff coming. All right. Our guest today, you've already heard him interrupt me. His name is Robert Strong. You're welcome. <laughs> Robert is the owner of Pretty Thai. It's a unique brand of Thai specialty sauces and spices. He also runs a nonprofit, the Nicholas Palmer. Par oh, my God. The Nicholas Palmer. Can Pal say anything about that? Oh, my God. I still can't say it. He also runs the nonprofit, the Nicholas Palmer. Palmer Foundation. And you are dyslexic? Oh my God, I'm totally dyslexic. Palmer Nicholas Foundation? <laughs> Palmer Nicholas Foundation. Yeah. We'll get it eventually. The Palmer Nicholas Foundation, helping local area families in hospitals get fed during trying times. So that's, a, I, you know, I shouldn't be laughing uh, through saying that, but that's just, you know, how that came out. I'm well, not, you're an I'm asshole, laughing. so, you know. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that, just my dyslexic ass okay uh robert was also a staff sergeant in the air force um and that's really what i'm going to talk to him about today um sort of that experience um that he had overseas um so he's going to tell us a little bit about that so without further ado let me introduce robert strong you like that, that robert you like that applause very very underwhelming what are you talking about? Jeez, we're going to add in a big, big applause later, but then they'll see the video and be like, there's nobody there. Uh, so anyway, Robert, welcome. Thank you. It's, um, it's, 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 it's all right to be here. <laughs> i got a half a beer left, by the way. <laughs> half, a half a beer. You've already crushed that. Jesus, you are drinking Lone Star, so that's good. Lone yeah, Star beer, if you're watching. National beer of Texas. Look, Lone Star Plate Podcast, Lone Star beer. Hello, we're trying to get a sponsorship. Just makes sense. It just makes sense. That's what I told them in all the emails I sent them that they haven't. What about the restraining to. order? Yeah, that's we're still in court, so no problem. Got a good lawyer. Um, he's uh, representing me with Tito's as well. Anyway, let's get. Um, Let's just get this going, Robert. So tell, tell me just a little bit, because I have some, you know, uh, news articles and stuff I just want to get through. But tell me a little bit about 
you know, what you did overseas. So you, t you before we were talking about you were a civilian analyst, right? And you deployed twice over to Iraq with the military, that like working with the military, correct. right? So can, just explain, like, explain that for people. Like, how does that work? I mean, how does, so you get out of the Air Force and decide what? Yeah. I, or what you do in the Air Force? I was a signals intelligence analyst. What does that mean? And that's all I can tell you. <laughs> um, Did you see the Tic Tacs flying over there in California? Is that, wasn't that Air Force? You know, the little alien Tic Tac, uh. You don't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. What you have no idea. Even, what I'm even talking if about. I did know what you're talking about, I'm you not going to confirm it. or deny that. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, please. No, I was a signals intelligence analyst. Um, that's about as exciting as that gets. So yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, active duty uh, station in Hawaii. Great time. Yeah. Uh, that sounds great. Got out and took a position with the at the National Ground Intelligence Center in Charlottesville, Virginia, working for a. a company that that contracts with the military like blackwater no we're not no that's let's not even go there why are you gonna bring me into that <laughs> i don't know that's all i know yeah. from yeah you know companies working with the military yeah. dick cheney and i don't know I don't know, I, mean, I don't know snowden he did work at the same facility that i worked at really the movie did not look anything like that they may have added that after the fact but it no, there was none of that security. You worked in the same building where I worked Edward in the same exact no shit. location before he was there. Totally. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. So I, I peed all over the place before he got in there. And <laughs> I don't. So you could have been Snowden. No. That could have no, happened to you. Hell no. You didn't have access to no, that kind of information. I, I love my country and I'm not. Yeah. Well, he had a top level security so did clearance. I. He did, well, you, so you think what he did was, was I think go against the country? I think what he did was selfish. But don't you think he opened the, the door for us to see that we're being surveilled upon? Sure, but he took an oath. I think that's worth breaking, breaking an oath. Oh. We'll agree to disagree. You know, a little oath. What's no, little I mean, I, I get there's there's two sides it's of it. Tough, it's, it, it's a, it's it's a, a tough... It's a tough sensitive line. thing, right? Yeah. Um, I guess coming from the military, you're going to have a different outlook than myself, who I'm not from the military. Yeah. Right? Like I, I mean, even though my father was in the Air Force, my grandfather was in the Army, and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't... I don't feel very military-like in a way. You know, my father didn't even raise us like that in the house. You know, he kind of hated the I mean, if I can just be frank, you know, rest in peace to my father, but he hated the military. Like, when he got out, he hated it. I mean, he just did not like it. So we never... He loved America, and he loved flags and all that sort of stuff, but he just didn't like uh, his military experience. Um, so do you think that that's what, like, makes you say that about Edward your your experience that's what i'm saying like your military well experience. i mean i had a horrible supervisor that's why i got out i yeah. was actually doing very well i was progressing through the ranks fairly quickly but i just i said well i've got a top secret security clearance i've got a job offer making nearly six figures holy cow four years after having a history degree i was going to be a history teacher yeah, so that, i thought that work out. that's a and then I had the chance, the opportunity to deploy. And I actually, I did want to go over to Iraq and I wanted to get in there and, and, and try to help in any way I possibly could. So, a co so, so who hires you then? The military hires you? No, it's a private company that contracts. With the military? Um, yeah, so not Blackwater, but a private company. Uh, yeah. This one was uh, Khaki. That's what it's called, Khaki? C-A-C-I. Oh, Khaki. Okay. Ever vigilant. Then you went, that's after you got turned down from Denim? Yeah. Okay, I just yeah. 
<laughs> wow. You're not even a father, and that was a hell of a dad joke. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you're working for Khaki, and they say, hey, come overseas and help well, us. Well, that was, you knew that was a part of the, yeah. when you signed up, you knew that you were going to be deploying six months to 12 months at a time, yeah, with potentially one year back. Where you do you know. stay over there? Like, where do you, what, who do you stay The Hilton. With? The Hilton. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, I was like, what? The no, my, I stayed, so my first deployment was with the uh, first uh, Marine Expeditionary Force, First Intel Battalion, uh, Camp Fallujah, and I was a. Oh, target. you remember all that? Yeah, first, and then the second, and then we we pushed out to Al Qaim when we closed down Camp Fallujah in November of two thousand eight. Wow! But my first place I stayed at the room, I I swear it was a torture room. <laughs> uh, I have pictures. Why? Yeah, well, because I mean the ceilings were like fifteen feet ceilings, but there was like these loops and like where people were like probably Dang. hung yeah oh and there was like look like like electrical like burns on the ceilings and the walls Jesus. and that's where i had to stay that's where they were like okay you bunk here hey, you bunk here yeah don't or, worry about the chains yeah and the blood on so, the ground. but it's all good i i can you dealt with it very minimal yeah it could also been where they hung meat no you're like they didn't do that that another kind of meat we are made of meat yeah we are made of well I don't know if it's we're made the, of meat, but the other white meat. <laughs> Jeez. So okay, so you deploy over there um, twice. You said so you went over there. Yeah, the first one was uh, 2008. Loved it um, till the end of 2008. So about nine months, and then uh, it was a good experience. Um, and I came back stateside and did about another year, year and a half here, and then I had a chance to go back over and work with the Navy SEALs. Wow. That was a great experience. Of course. Uh, got a chance to work with Teams 3 and Team 5. Uh, again, at Camp hey, Fallujah, but it was... was Team 6 that killed Bin Yeah, Laden? well, Teams 3 and Teams 5 are from the West Coast. All the odd-numbered teams are from California out in San Diego. Oh, All the even-numbered teams oh, are in, in Virginia, Virginia Beach. Oh, okay. So, so, so even East Coast, But I worked with some... Odd West Coast. Within there, there was always some guys that came in to work with us that were from the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great experience, uh, 2010, April till April, 2011. So I did a year, we were Camp Baharia, um, and it was a small little fob that was surrounded then by the Iraqis that were living in the now Camp Fallujah that they took over yeah. back in 2008, where I was there when we pushed out to Al, actually I said Al Qaim, it was Al Assad. Al-Assad, yeah. Yeah, not Al-Qaim, al, al When did we kill bin Laden? What year was that? Uh, that was 2011. 11? May. 11, May of 2011. I think it was May 11. When you were over there, did you hear any rumblings of like where he's at? No, it wasn't, that wasn't our or... area of operations. So you weren't ever even no. concerned about no, I, that? No, I was focused on Al-Ambar province. I was focused on the Fallujah belt. So what was your job like to, what was your job? I mean, like, I was, um, you... so I worked for the counter ID targeting program. Uh, and that was our job was to basically our job was to protect American soldiers boots on the ground Got uh, it. from getting being targeted with IEDs, Got it. improvised okay. explosive devices. So I, it was my job to go out and and find the individuals that were putting these bombs out there and pass that information on to Jesus, dude. That sounds. Crazy. And then I was I was uh, I was teams three and teams five uh, civilian targeting analysts. So I was there. So you like walk with them and stuff? No, you're no. not. You're not in. You're not. No, in I didn't go out on them. site. No, I was okay. back. 
<laughs> like Robert's like, do I get a gun? Do you got to do it. I get a gun. What's the deal? No, okay. I actually felt. Can very, I get a grenade, I, guys? I did. I did. I did have a gun. I was certified to have a. I mean, you already but had I didn't served, need to, right? So they respect. But I didn't you. need to. I felt very. I felt very very safe. There was one time, that I can highlight that we were. I don't remember what month it was, but there was a big soccer match going on. Yeah. Iraq was playing somebody somewhere in the world, and again, remember we were surrounded by the Iraqi army literally right outside the gate just like we'd be right out of this room like you're right there Fuck. and we're all playing poker one night i remember one night it was like a friday night and all of a sudden you start hearing all kinds of gunfire and it went from like all being fun to like these guys like hell yeah i'm about to do some shit oh shit jumped up boom 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 they were ready to go turns out iraqi iraq just scored a goal and they were just celebrating, <laughs> they were just celebrating with gunfire that's hilarious and i'm like okay they're, they're like guys <laughs> could you not do that again yeah totally <laughs> Because uh, next time, these guys have been on do shit for the last six months. They're gonna totally. pull a trigger at some point here. So sure, they get I mean, trigger happy. Well, I mean, they're Navy SEALs. I mean, yeah. they're, they're trained to be direct action assault. Sure, and they're being their their job was to be training people. Yeah, I mean, those that, bullets gotta come for. down. Right. That's also what I think about. Like, where are those bullets coming? Well, they cut. Co- they come back down. Nobody's dude. reporting on that. Like, where did those bullets hit? Tons like, of people die well not tons but there are definitely people that die every year from bullets coming down in the air i don't know the stats on that so if you're listening look that up just ask google or siri or alexa or whatever hey you know how many people are dying from uh bullets that fall in the sky because it does happen that is a phenomenon it's gravity like in new year's right where people you know we live in texas dude so people fire guns at new year's and shit right so you hear those bu- and that happened i don't know what year it was but somebody died from a bullet coming down I'll never forget that it's like fuck yeah those bullets fucking come down where do they think they just disappear like <laughs> poof they get too high yeah. and they just kind of like <laughs> i love <laughs> dissipate yeah, just in dissipate. the atmosphere yeah. totally it goes out to space man you know um yeah so crazy um okay well let's you know this is a food podcast so let's talk about first of all that's awesome that you know you're out there protecting american soldiers which is essentially the american way of life and you know so much respect man that's awesome um but let's talk about like what kind of food you ate over there like what i mean eating with the soldiers right well eating what they ate my first the first tour so you know we where we were camp fallujah the first tour we actually had a um, a defect. Uh, What's it's that? A, it's a basically you can't um, use short term uh, military it's a, terms. We it's don't a know dining facility. Okay, it's a dining facility. A dining hall. It's where people go to eat. You mean the cafeteria? It's kind of. It's bigger than a cafeteria, but bigger than a cafeteria. Well, it's got to house a lot of cafeterias are massive. Not as massive as these cafeterias. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> How many people are we talking in there eating? Like a thousand? Thousands. Thousands. Yeah, you could have that. But there's multiple. So Biop, which is in Baghdad, they got a lot of those. So it's just like warehouse sort of stuff? Yeah, big stuff. hangers. Yeah, and big hangers. Got it. Okay. In Fallujah, Camp Fallujah, the first tour, we had one small one. No big deal. But yeah, you would get, you know, they'd decent food. Like was what? Like what, you, about. like what are you eating? You know, like, Friday nights was like... Uh, Salisbury steak shit or uh, what? We got grade D beef. Okay, great. Beef. Yeah, we got oh, the same so beef. We're treating that they our military to, well. Same beef that they feed to the prisoners. We get that stuff. That uh, stuff was like melting your mouth. Like you try to chew that. You didn't need teeth to chew this. <laughs> shit. But it was Friday night. It was like steak and 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 it was serpent turf. So we'd get our the the fried shrimp and then the steak. Okay. Or lobster tails every now and then. Lobster tails. And they weren't great lobster tails. Sure. 
Yeah. Are these like Iraqi lobsters? Or where they are they look getting like these lobsters? They're like a little farm-raised. Yeah, yeah. They're not really. <laughs> like, well, farm-raised sounds good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, just regular, you know, cafeteria kind of food. Like fried chicken, mashed potato. Yeah. Like what are we, yeah. you know, hamburger Yaka shit. Yakisoba. They, they, that was a fun one for them to make. Really? Like making yakisoba. Well, that's weird, right? Yeah. Like just out of nowhere. Like yeah. we got meatloaf on Tuesday and... Yakisoba Wednesday. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And everything you just like... I mean, anything you want to get, and it was all free. So, so can you eat as much as you want in that? In you, you, you can. You yes. can just keep they getting give you, food. Yeah, just there's eat. no limit. That's good. No limit. I always wondered about that, if there was yeah. a, li- like, you know, there was a limit. No. Okay, well, that's good. No. Can you, are there soda? I mean, like, what Everything. kind of luxuries are there? Uh, lux- I mean, I mean, not, you know. Luxuries they have. Well, what, what are we giving our military over there? Well, what are we chocolate chip them up with? macadamia nut cookies with strawberry ice cream. That this sounds better go-tos. than what I eat. Except for that great no, beef. No, I mean, no, beef. I mean, no, but it's, you know, if you're trying to, you know, a lot of things you do, like over there, like you try to get in shape, try to use your time away from here to get away from all the nonsense, sugars and sure. all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, at least that's what I tried to do. Yeah. My first tour, not as successful. My second tour, very successful at that. And that's because it changed. We were, now it was 60 of us, 60 dudes. And a small fob. We didn't have a defect. We had the army actually brought us in food, and we had containers, refrigerated right. freezer containers. And then they'd come in once a week, and everybody would wake up, and it'd be like two in the afternoon. And I worked two to two in the afternoon to like five in the morning. Fuck. So I'd be just going to bed by like seven or eight because I can't go right home and go to bed. I got to like watch some TV or whatever. Yeah. And wake up at two, and you walk outside, and it's brightest sun i've ever seen in my entire life yeah and you're like hey let's go grab and load this truck and we can load it and we put (laughs) put it into the walk-ins and then we had a little tiny little plywood structure that they built and we had one flat top and it just yeah everybody just cooked for themselves sort of thing yeah and right now and then we had all of our mechanics were actually from the philippines so they would cook and they'd make like adobo pork adobo it was really good that's nice so what where do you get your ingredients to cook. That's what I'm saying. They, the army would deliver. I mean, it just comes in a crate? The no, boxes. Normal things. Sara Lee turkeys, you know, and I'm taking really? that and I'm slicing those up. What about like vegetables and shit? Yeah. I mean, bell peppers and, and I mean, frozen vegetables. Okay. Yeah. That I mean, we're sense. getting, well, no, but bell peppers were fresh. They were yeah. I mean, fresh. Sort know, of. Yeah. Not local. Yeah. Yeah. And then every That's now and then, depending on what was going on with the Iraqis, we would have people come on base and they'd come in and then of course they'd want to bring food. So they would literally slaughter, you know, an animal that day and they'd bring us in lamb and they'd bring us in. And, you know, the first time I ever ate, I didn't know you weren't supposed to eat the vegetables. What do you mean? Because they wash them in the water. Ah, We had, we had all bottled water, pallets and pallets and pallets of bottled water that we would drink. You can't drink the water. Yeah, We're not, our bodies aren't. Sure. This sounds like Mexico. Used to that. So I went and ate, you know, oh, this is so good, vegetables and <laughs> salad, it's so nice, fresh lemon squeezed out. Oh, you know? salad? Oh, you ate yeah. lettuce? Oh, bad news. Not yeah. Good. Not good. Yeah, it was like Not 24 good. hours to the... Yeah. And I was like every 10 minutes. So does does your bosses or high command or however you want to put it, do they enforce like everybody making sure that everyone's eaten and you know what I mean? Are they, are they concerned about any of that for you? Like how well you're eating well, no, and what you're yeah, eating? Do they, they care I mean, about that? Yeah, of course. I mean, they give you time to go. Yeah. 
go out. But I mean, are go, they say, no. are they are they talking about They're, it no. in meetings? This is are they no. having sit downs with you? Like, are you getting no. the right carbohydrates, no. proteins? We're not worried about that. So they don't care. I mean, just as no, long as no, they you give ate. you a place to go to to get food. Yeah. and it's your job to make sure as an adult to yeah, feed yourself. Do, yes. Yeah. There's no like hand holding. So something I saw um, that I thought was interesting in a documentary called The Game Changers. It's actually about being a vegan, but something I, I, I saw that was interesting is uh, they talked about gladiators, um, you know, these um, that fought in the Colosseums, right? That they would eat like barley and like grains and shit. Like that's all they ate so that their, so that their bodies would actually develop like a fat layer to help with stabbings. So if you got stabbed, because if you were lean and cut, you just and, right uh, yeah, you're done. You're done. So they, they wanted to be yeah. thick and have like, you know, a nice layer of fat that would help them if they got um, stabbed. But I just thought it was interesting because they're considered, you know, in history, some of the greatest like athletes, right? And, and um, uh, fighters or soldiers or however you want to put it. Um, I just thought it was interesting that that was their diet, you know. Um, now, granted, they're prisoners, so... I'm sure if they could have had meat, they would have eaten it, uh, but that's all they could eat. So I just thought that was interesting. So it just made me wonder if the if your whoever up top was like, "Hey, let's make sure the soldiers have eaten." You know, hey Robert, did you did you get a good meal? They don't care. I mean, they're just like. I mean, for the most part, no. I never really yeah, experienced felt that. that where we were at. We, yeah. It wasn't a no. I mean, make sure you had your time to go eat, but there sure. wasn't. Are you eating a square meal? Are you, that, that's are you basically eating all your what vegetables? I'm, that's basically what I'm wondering. Do you like, eat your yeah, broccoli? Totally. You figure they might though, because now being a chef and and having all the experience in the food industry that you do now, now you realize how important it is the food you put in your body and the energy it gives you, and even the mindset it puts you in. Right? I mean, food can make you depressed if you eat the wrong food. Food can make you unhealthy. Food can literally kill you. So. It is – I'm surprised that our military doesn't put more thought behind that, you know, for I mean, people. That's just, that's just our society yeah. in general. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. But that needs to change. That doesn't mean – I mean, these are our soldiers. These, Yeah, yeah but I but would say for our soldiers, maybe. they deserve it more than me. You're out there putting your life on the line for me. Like, okay, you deserve a nutritionist over there, a game plan, like making sure you guys are eating right, getting what you need. You know, you're fighting for our country for fuck's sake. Like, I think that's super important. I think people should, um, you know, get that. So get, a movie star gets a fucking trainer and nutritionist to, you know, be cutting. It's like, why aren't we taking care of our military like that? Like making sure they're eating right. They got the right foods. I mean, if right? you want to pay more taxes, we can probably. We can just do it with the taxes we do there. now. You would, you would think. But... I mean, how many missiles do we need? Right. Let's not get crazy. We well, go over crazy on. You saw, saw some of that. Hammers that are $95. Yeah. Protractors you know. that are $10,000. Totally. You're yeah. like. Fraud, just, waste, and abuse. Yeah. Just, just to get the budget. Because if you spend if less. If you don't spend it, then you don't get the same. Exactly. They give you less. Year. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's a. That's a horrible problem to have. But that's but that happens in the civilian sector too. Well, that doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't. It's just that that bothers me because, you know, I do care about our military. Um, I care about anybody willing to put their life on the line for this country. That means a lot, you know, because that's not something well, we I get a lot of for. care packages. We get a lot of care. There's a lot of junk, that's but good. then just like that's good though. Beef jerky and trail mix, always it, good. That sounds great out there. It is. Yeah, that's like. That sounds perfect for lean proteins. Yeah, lean proteins totally. Yeah. So you never experienced any sort of issue like that you weren't being fed 
well enough at any point. No, I mean, they would give you overabundance. But this, the, again, the second time, you know, I went there, um, I, again, we were making our own food. Yeah. Cooking for ourselves. What and did you like better? I love that because it gave me the opportunity to control. And I was working with Navy SEALs and it literally, you walk in this place and it looks like, you know, a scene out of 300. Yeah. And I'm walking in like all frumpy, <laughs> you know, and these guys are walking around like, yo, dude, I'm like, what's up, bro? And they're like, what you got going on today? And they're like, just ripped. And I'm just like, motherfucker, totally. really? He's like, I can, I can help you. Robert said, I wrote this great poem yeah. last night, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a soliloquy I want to Yeah, I got a haiku I want to share with you guys. So <laughs> one of the team guys took me under his wing and he just kind of like, this is what I do. This is how I eat. This is what I do. This is, how, this is the kind of workouts I do. And I went from- That's awesome. Yeah. And I went, I remember it was June 14th, 2010 is when I started. I said, I'm doing this. And I committed to it. And- You were cut. Oh, I was cut. You were like, I went from yeah. 217 to 173. Wow. But I dropped like over 50 pounds of fat. And I put about 15 fat pounds of muscle. I had like 4% body fat. Dude, that's crazy. And that that's was in six crazy. months. That's crazy. And then I went to Thailand. Yeah. And that's everybody's like, how'd you get into Thai food? And I was like, well, I was eating like really, really, really strict and like no yeah. sugars, no bad carbs. Yeah. Um, just vegetables and lean meat, cutting all the fat off the, the steaks. Um, a lot of turkey, portioning out everything. So my meals are like literally every morning. I was That's oatmeal, really with key, pro- right? oatmeal with protein powder and a banana and then steak. And I'd switch it up. I'd like, ooh, I'm going to eat turkey this time of day. And then tomorrow I'm going to switch it up and eat steak at that time of the day. So I would keep my brain thinking Yeah, I'm not getting stuck in a rut. Sure, sure. Because um, that can happen with those type of yeah. setups, right? But yeah, thankfully sure. I was in a place where you don't have any other real outside you can focus. It's almost like prison, right? When people yeah. go to prison, they get cut, they come out, and they're fucking yeah. just ripped because they now have I'm nothing like, else no, to do. I mean, now Kristen, my wife, is always looking at me. She's like, you know what I'm going to work out? Remember when you were cut? Remember, remember when that? I met yeah. you and you were, like, really good looking? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, yeah, dude. Listen to the why, you know. Yeah. Happy, happy but there's life. Just, happy life. Now I'm trying to run about three four different businesses and I'm in the kitchen all the time and we're trying to create new dishes and you can still do push-ups. And yeah. But it's and not going to get the same result. And like, I'm one of those perfectionists where it's like, I do it all or nothing. Yeah. And I'm doing nothing right yeah. now. <laughs> so Chris is like, you can give us a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, please. It's all good. Um, God, that's so interesting. Um, it really is. Uh, yeah. I just find that so fascinating. Uh Oh, Look what just happened, Robert. What just happened? Tell our uh, tell our I think, listeners. I think the food has arrived. The food has arrived. And I haven't eaten, so. You haven't eaten? No, you, you told me bring your appetite. So. I did. I said bring your appetite. Um, and you brought it. Yeah, we're about to eat. We've got Austin Daily Press. Boom. I better oh be impressed. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Hope they've heard that before. That's the second dad joke of Let's the uh, show. Okay. One one. Half this bag is literally chips. So there better be more in here. Let's see. Some chips, Robert. You want some of that? I'm going to remove my iPad over here. Okay. Oh, look at that. They do like, they wrap it in newspaper. That's kind of cool. Is that a health department approved? Uh, you know, probably not because the ink from the paper, right, would bleed over into it. Now we're just being. Uh, yeah, we're just being. Whatever, but it's true. it's my first thought is like but look i bet when we open it there'll be some wax paper to separate it right that's what you would do right well that's kind of cool austin 
right on that one. Boom. That's pretty cool. I like that that they did that. Because if you're the nice dude, touch. if you're the dude rapping these, right? That's a conscious decision. Yeah. For him to do that. He was right? having so a good evening. He, he was, was having, really having a good evening. He was rock and rolling. Yeah. He was like So that's interesting, guys. Yeah. I never I'll be honest, I never seen that. Now I've definitely seen places serve you food on uh on what's it called? On on uh, newspaper, right? Like fish and chips or, um, you know, stuff like that. Let's just rip this it's, open. It feels warm. Let's see here. You know what? Are there uh, any utensils? Yeah, oh, we will, do. We have plates and napkins, in actually. We do. In our backpack, we got plates and napkins here. Give me a second. We'll... I'm a germaphobe. No, dude. Yes. Use this plate here, Robert. Yeah, here, I'll get it. Let me just get stuff here. Okay, come on, plate. Boom. So you need to have like a logo, Lone Star. Plate? Yeah. You're right. That would, uh, that would make sense. You need utensils? No, 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 no. I, I didn't know they were going to cut it. It's oh. great. They cut it. Yeah, no, we'll just rip into it. Sweat it. Now I'm going to want a bite. No, I'm gonna give you half. I don't even know half of each one. I don't even know what what we. I can't looks, remember. I don't know what's what. Yeah, they didn't really. I saw one that had like something written on it, but this one did not. Okay, this is the carnitas here. I can just tell by opening it up. You have oh, the man. dishes over there. I don't know. That's the panini. It looks like a grilled cheese. Uh, well, that does look like a grilled cheese. Here, open this one up, Robert. What's that? We got. Let me. This is. What, what time? Is this the uh, lemongrass? That's the lemongrass. I don't know. I mean, it looks like it's a essentially pork shoulder. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. The lemongrass marinated yep. pork shoulder. You know what? Let me bring it up real quick. They did not cut this one. They didn't cut any of them. No. They. What do you mean they didn't cut any of them? This is. They only cut that one. I'll oh, cut this. Oh. I have knives. No, I don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, yes, no. You sound like a uh, like a Harvey Weinstein interview right now. What? Yes, no, no, yes. <laughs> That's the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. Why did you say that? What is that? What do you mean, Harvey Weinstein? Is he on your mind? What's the deal? He's always on my mind. He's always on my mind. Okay, we got this one here. Oh, yeah, boy. I don't even know. That is, but that that one looks delish. I like the freshness. the bu The buns are toasted, um, so it's all fresh. I like that. Looks, it looks here, Robert. You want to give that one a cut? And this one too. So we have a pineapple and ginger chimichurri panini. That's that one. We've got. You have all these chef knives, and you brought a plastic knife. <laughs> I totally that? did, man. Yeah, I'm tearing this up. I mean, move that if you need to, dude. You okay. can taste some curry on that one. Yeah, curry. What do you mean? Curry. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, what do you think it's good? I don't think it's good. I think like that. Um, you already tried. What did you What did you eat? 
Oh, just the chips? What do you think of the chips? Decent. Give it a taste. It's Crispy. It's a tortilla chip. Yeah. It looks like they're making their own chips. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think they're making They're a little own. hard. Well, I like crispy chips. They're not, I don't think they're stale. They're probably using... These are store-bought tortillas. Yes. They're not making their own tortillas. No. I can just tell from the cru- like the crunch of it. Did you make your own tortillas? I used... No. Yeah. No. no. Exactly. Used to get them from El Milagro. They would make Which is a great place in town, guys. Go to El Milagro and get some fresh tortillas. That place is the bomb. It's off of 7th Street. That's your half. Oh, dude. I didn't do you you literally just pulled it. Oh my god. So we cut that one, dude. And then put that on your plate. That you was see my, what I'm saying? that was my, no, Swishy's plates. That was my not yours. What does it matter? That was your half. What does it matter? It was very specific. It was very Oh my god, what are you O C D who cares? I'm O C D and I'm Germaphone. Oh my god. It's only because Robert and I are good friends that we talk to each other like this guy. So just uh, that's why. I mean, I think people would like to know that somebody who has a yeah, they just think why is Patrick, or, why is Patrick just being an asshole? Or this guy, a restaurant <laughs> that they're OCD and germaphobes that they take cleanliness very important. Oh, which I do. Please, hat backwards, guy. This was the direction that I was given. Okay. <laughs> okay, brah, brah. That's what you look like right now. Like brah, what's up, brah? Look at these sandwiches. We're not going to eat all this. Uh, I will eat all this. Uh, you can, dude. Trevor's going to get the majority of this, dude, because I don't eat very much. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's just jump in and try one. So I see the one with the smashed avocado. That's the pork belly carnitas. So I'm going to give that a try. So, again, smashed avocado, black bean, refritos, red cabbage slaw, and queso fresco. I'm going in. I like the one with the um, the curry and the pork. Pork's a little dry. Mm-hmm. A little dry. Great flavor. Oh, man. Great flavor. That's good. That's like good, that, man. That Indian curry. Look, this is just a standard Mexican torta. I'd get at a, you know, taco food truck or something. But it's delicious. It's really good. I like it. A lot. That's good. There we go. Let's move this out of the way. Oh, my God. Yeah, so panini. messy, Robert. Robert is so messy, guys. I'm so sorry. You know this is on TV right they now. All so have like, to, yeah, can also, they can see it. People can how see messy? how messy you are. Oh, my gosh. I have to clean it. Because I have a microphone a fist away from my mouth, and I have to try to find a way to eat around it. <laughs> this is my normal normal uh, Monday night. I actually trained for the last week. You trained to eating eat like this? with a microphone in front of my mouth. Totally. Kristen was like, what are you doing yeah. in bed with that microphone? You're like, just don't even. Well, no, that was for another reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I know it wasn't sex, because you guys don't have sex. So. <laughs> Remember? She wants you to look cut. She wants you to look 2010, Robert. Hey, me too, dude. Back in 2010, I was ripped from doing the Camino, you know, just best shape of my life. And this all went downhill. You look like Jesus, probably, right? Yeah, I did look was like Jesus. Was that ripped? Were you doing, or was that just like impoverished, malnourished? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, actually. You know, to be honest with you. I'm not sure. I, was I lift- looked ripped. I was I lifting ripped. weights. I felt ripped. I mean, I was walking Doing 40. Cardio. I was walking, not 40. I was, yeah, I was walking 40 kilometers a day with, you know, 30 pounds on my back. How much wine were you drinking? Well, a lot. Yeah. 
every night. But that doesn't matter. I worked out a lot during the day. You know, I was I didn't burning. Any alcohol? I was burning. Oh, dude, I was drinking two bottles a night on the Camino. But that's normal. Everybody was. You're, you're doing so much athletic where you could go through so much alcohol. If you want to be an alcoholic, seriously, if, like if you want to be a professional alcoholic, work out too. If you work out, you can drink more. So for all you alcoholics that are listening and you want to keep it going, <laughs> start working out. Um, but, you know, the better thing would be to not drink as much. But, right, I guess, I don't know. Um, okay, Robert. Let's just start. Let's start. Let's while we're eating this food. So the first of all, what do you think about enough. your panini? You I just you literally flavor. finished the panini already. Yeah, it's great flavor. How did you finish the panini? I don't fuck around, Patrick. Oh my god, Robert! And you've been talking. Not as much as you. No, I'm hosting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has chicken in it. Right? What is that? <laughs> That's chicken. Well, that's good. The pineapple, right? With the chimichurri. Good flavors. Yeah, that's good. That's not bad. Some nice flavors. That's not bad at all. Try the. Um, I would not try that and came into my bedroom. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> try the one with the lemongrass braised pork shoulder. Wait, which one's that one? That's the this one right here. The, the, yeah. one, that the one with no avocado. You, the one that you took my half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's try that together. I'm going to try it with you. What do you think? <laughs> Fell apart on you. I like all these flavors. Again, that, I don't taste lemongrass. I taste Indian curry. I, I know what you're I saying. I don't get any lemongrass. I see what Lemongrass is a very difficult one to... I get a little lemongrass. There's some lemongrass in there, dude. Come on. I think you're smoking some kind of grass if you think well, you get lemongrass. <laughs> that is true as well, but beside the point. But there's definitely some lemongrass. I'm getting some lemongrass. Well, lemongrass is a hard one. If you're just marinating with it... Yeah. Something like that. You're not going to get the flavor. You need to have like fresh lemongrass. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get, do get a little bit of, uh, I do get a little bit of lemongrass, but I do see what you're saying about the curry. That is a, a strong flavor taking over for sure. Um, these are all solid sandwiches to me. Yeah. These are all solid sandwiches. Um, and I bet if we have gone there and gotten it fresh, right, we would be loving these even more. Um, you know, just to be totally honest, guys, we had the food. The Uber Eats, you know, they were late on, on bringing the food and stuff. So um, not not uh, not the Daily Press's fault at all. Um, so yeah, to me, it's great. Like if I got the sandwich, I'd definitely be happy with it. Um, and the prices were all good. Like everything that I ordered, the price, every, all these sandwiches are about the – except for the panini, they're about $10, $11 each. The panini was like seven fifty. So that's not bad. Does it come with anything? Or is it no. I added the chips to one of the sandwiches for like uh, two bucks. But they also have these hush – I didn't get them. I should have. Hush puppy uh, jalapeno hush puppies that you can get as well as a side. So They're called hush puppy jalapeno hush puppies. Yeah, I said that all wrong. <laughs> jalapeno hush wait, wait, puppies. Wait a minute. How did you get this podcast? <laughs> Are they just passing this out? Like a... <laughs> I don't know how they gave it to me. I'm still wondering that all the time. I just don't ask because then it would just yeah. bring it to the top, you know. <laughs> don't ask and they don't tell. <laughs> exactly. Okay. While we're eating this, let's just go over some funny news. 
that I uh, came across this week, Robert. I know you're going to laugh. Now, you're not even going to believe that this is true, but this is very true. And really, you could use your expert opinion in this particular matter. So there was a new kind of cafe that opened in Switzerland recently um, where you can order a coffee and receive oral sex. It's called the Fellatio Cafe. What do you think about that, Robert? Would you be a would you be a, a customer? Uh, I say hold the press. <laughs> I found a hair in my food. You did not. I did. That's a hair. That looks like yours, Robert. Give me a break. No, it's not yours. Uh, it's a hair. I definitely and it's it, it's what, in the shape what, of Lou Lemon right now. I was right just going to say Lou Lemon shape. It's a curved hair. That's never a good sign. Am I right? Mm. Huh? If it looks like a curly fry, not a good hair to have. Say bye bye bye. You know. Okay. But let's be Honestly, real. That, that doesn't come, bother me. It could have come from my arm. Look at which makes me feel much these, worse. Look now. at these hairy arms, guys. Uh, which makes you feel worse. That doesn't really. If it was like you know, whoever was at the Daily Press, I wasn't really worried about it. But when you said that, yeah. When I said when I brought up the Fellatio Cafe. No, when you. So, first of all, I don't drink coffee. You and, I, and I'm married, so I don't get head. <laughs> so, so this place is way out of your... Way out of... Way out of can you believe I'd that I'd walk in and be like, what like am that? I doing with my hands right now? <laughs> you know? I'd have no clue. Yeah, maybe you could help. Maybe you could, you know... Work there? Yeah. Maybe you could work there. <laughs> Robert, totally. I could see you being one of the best. <laughs> Moving an employee of the, am, of the month. I am a... Uh, Alpha, Tell me alpha. how that works, though. You walk in, you order a coffee, you sit down. Next thing you know, there's a girl under the table, like because there's no pictures or anything. So I'm just trying to imagine the layout. Let's say you and I were designing this place. We yeah. we came up with that. Well, how would we design a layout for that? Right? Like you, you order the coffee. I mean, do you get the coffee while the, the fellatio is it happening? Dangerous. It sounds dangerous. It sounds very dangerous. What do you mean dangerous? I mean, how hot is the coffee? You th- you're, th- you're, you're saying it could a spill on the girl? And then she really, like, you know, really hits yeah. a good spot there. And you're just like, oh. And like it just. She gets the balls that, a little that, bit. And then you're ends, like, oh, shit. That there ends the session right there. Yeah. Then the cream is on her. Not in your coffee anymore. Right. That's, I mean, that's essentially what's happening. I mean, that's a whole new coffee with milk, right? That gives a whole new meaning. Because this is crazy. That's a crazy place to me. Would I go there? Get, Hell get no. Milked. Get milked. Would you really want to go and get a, you know, oral sex in front of other people? Is it open seating? You're what the are one. we talking? This Communals? is your research. This is not I'm, my research. I, but I don't have I, that information. I'm just trying to uh, brainstorm about, like, would you do communal seating? No. Would you have couches, private rooms? How many rooms can you actually have in a place like this? This place can't be about the coffee. I mean, you, you need right? about. You think the coffee's good there? About five square feet for this. It is Switzerland, though. They don't fuck around with coffee, so I would imagine that this place has phenomenal coffee, and you get some oral sex. It's fifty dollars for the oral sex, by the way, and five dollars for the coffee. <laughs> so, if you want to get that, Robert, that's a rip off. Swi- <laughs> uh, okay, this is another one. Uh, very interesting. Um, so for all you uh, plant lovers and vegan lovers, um, there is an article that came out in Yahoo. It, this is about plants that emit an ultrasonic scream when they are hurt. I actually heard, you heard about this. I heard a comedian doing a joke about this the other day. 
Okay, well, this is this came out. Yeah, maybe he was sound, talking about it. Yeah. yeah. So they emit like this low, like a 10 hertz, or I don't know the, Listen, the I, whatever, I, but it's, you know, if they get cut, the, it, the... I never even knew that, and I was always claiming, like, listen, plants are alive, too. I agree. They are alive. This whole, like, we're, we're killing animals. I'm like, yeah. listen, animals wouldn't even... Cows wouldn't even be around if it was not for the fact that we ate them. What's the purpose of them otherwise? I mean, besides milk You're cows. saying cows wouldn't be around unless we ate them. There's no reason for them to be here unless we use them for either industrial purposes or we're using them for our own yeah. consumption. I mean, totally. But what do you think about the plants that are getting – you believe that? You believe that's true? I do true? believe it. So they were saying like tomato plants, uh, let's say they were depriving them of water. Well, the plant would start to emit a sound like five to ten times an hour when they weren't getting water. I thought that was so interesting. And they their theory is that maybe they're sending signals to other plants. Like, hey, we're low on water. Be careful. You might be on low some, on like, water signs, too. There's some like signs stuff right here. Right? There's some, there's some yeah. interesting stuff. Uh, they, they were even talking about plants that based off of what they're getting and stuff, they make these sounds. They'll even start to grow differently based off of that. Right? They know to put more into the leaves than roots and this and that. And then they'll send signals through roots to other plants. Come on. This is crazy stuff here. It's pretty cool. So when vegans exactly when they say, "Hey, we, you know, we're killing animals. We shouldn't do that." They have, they're they're sentient. They have you know awareness. Well, maybe we're on the cusp of finding out that plants do too. Then what do we do? What are they going to eat? What are we going to I mean, eat? No more vegans. What are they going to eat? Exactly. What are they going to eat? They're going to be all gone. What are they? What they can't they? eat anything. They're going to just perish. They can't just gonna they perish. Can't eat. <laughs> gonna They're like Giannis, you know. <laughs> I think, look, this is to me is the issue is you've got people in two camps. You've got the carnivore camp, the people think, oh, you should just eat meat. That's it. Meat, 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 meat. Then you've got the vegan side, the plant-based camp where it's just all plant, 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 plant. Come on. Let's be real. The best thing we could do is bring our hands together. Both. It's a little bit of both. You eat a little meat. You need yeah, some plant. Well, I mean, right? It's not one or the other. It's a little bit of both, a balanced Diet. That's why I don't. That's what I always want. Whenever I'm, you know, it kills me. My wife's got a lot of friends that are vegan, vegetarian. She was a vegetarian for four years when she was in college. I said, if that's a long time. If I had met you when you were in college, we wouldn't be together right now. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't. I couldn't be with a vegetarian. I mean, that wouldn't bother me. I I wouldn't Think about how many meals do you eat that are vegetarian? Mm. A lot, probably. Uh, Zero, if I have anything to do with it. You eat meat on every meal. I try to. That's weird. I don't. I definitely don't eat meat at every meal. So to me, I'm like 70% sometimes, sometimes vegan and vegetarian. Exactly. So I'm like 70% vegetarian for the most part. It's a 30% where I do eat meat. And I say that's what I think is a balanced diet. I don't think you should be eating steak every meal, but I think a couple steaks yeah, through no, and the I have week no, are okay with that. I have no issues with vegans and vegetarians. Me neither. But I'm for a mixed... But it's, it's, it's just new, what's the reason behind word. it? And then there's always the reason and it's totally. always like... Well, there's multiple reasons. Do people will say, you know, uh, you know, well, two things. One, it's the environment, an environmental choice, and others, it's a. Which then you should tell people to stop having sex. Choice. Vegans, because right. our carrying capacity in this earth is like we're way past what we should be at. Don't know to be able to withstand all the people. So you mean we population. Keep, yeah. You don't see vegans out there being like, well, let's not get pregnant because, you know, we can't 
we can't control the population. Oh, and, I see and what we you're can't, saying. There's a reason why we do things the way we do it because – Just a quick side note, yeah. not to rabbit trail, but this is what I do. Did you know that all of the people in the world can fit in the state of Texas and have a 10 by 10 square piece of land? So 10 foot by 10 foot, every person on the planet could fit in Texas. That's pretty crazy. So when we talk about overpopulation, maybe we're not that overpopulated. Maybe there's room. There's still more room. Have you ever lived with people? You know how <laughs> – yes. I mean, yeah, yes. 10 by 10? Yeah. We're in, we're in what? Like a 12 I, by 10 the, right here? Yeah. So imagine every single person would get this room across all of the state of Texas. That's literally all the 8 billion people on the planet. And then when folks started venturing out to – Come together. I don't care about any of that. I'm just saying <laughs> the whole population could fit in. That's just a fun fact. Yeah. But um, let's leave that. Communism also works. <laughs> what are you talking? <laughs> about? Not just saying things in fact. Things in theory. About? Great. That's not. I'm not saying that we would live like that, dude. I'm saying you can take all the people, put them in Texas. I find that an, to be very interesting. That everyone on the planet would fit in Texas. I find that very interesting. Um. Anyway. <laughs> So this is another fact where we're staying on the uh, plants and and meat eating. So there is um, an article that came out about um, saying that we need to be like plant. What is it? Meat, meat. um, Fucking hell. Pull this up. It's like something by 2030. We need to be um, world. This is it. World must reach peak meat by 2030 to meet climate change targets, scientists warn. Reach peak meat? Yeah, peak meat. What does that mean? Well, at strip clubs, it means one thing. And this article, it means another. This is which, like a dating site? Which do you want to hear your about? peak meat? Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, that's when you call your girlfriend. Is that, you, is that what you tell your wife sometimes? Girl, I'm peak meat right now. Like, we yeah, need to get this going. I'm right at now. peak yeah. meat. Yeah. Then she's like, you're gross, right? Because if anyone said that to me, I'm at peak meat. She's she's not getting soggy over that. Let me tell you that much right now. (laughs) What? Well, I'm trying to think. Soggy? The words. (laughs) No. No. One time I asked a girl, I'm like, oh, she used the word moist. You know, because we use the word moist and soggy all the time for food. You know, it can translate to multiple different things. Let me just give you some advice. What? Don't ever say that to a woman about being soggy. Well, I said I moist, and she's I like, I hate even... that word. I said, you like soggy better? <laughs> never heard soggy. Oh, that's disgusting. I don't even like that word now. Hun- oh, honey, are you soggy? And you're like, I'm at peak meat. <laughs> what a conversation. Okay, so, no, the real peak meat is this. The world needs to reach peak meat within the next 10 years to combat the effects of climate change. Basically, what it's saying is uh, livestock production cannot grow anymore. We, we can't be adding more production of livestock what we have is what we have and we need to leave it like that they want us to start doing more plant-based agriculture and stuff right like not more livestock not more um where they feed on the pasture and all that sort of stuff um they want us to have you know more grains more whatever growing you know wheat and shit like that so i don't know i find that interesting because you know animals do their methane output does contribute to yeah. climate change. I mean, there's no there's no doubt about that. So that's a big part of it. They're trying to basically 
keep the temperatures rising uh, more than 1.5 to 2 degrees. So, which is just crazy to me. Um, so, and this is a, uh, an environmental social scientist at Harvard Law School that put this together and was a lead author of the letter. So, and there's like 50 experts in the field that signed off on this and uh, agreed with it. Now, there's going to be people that push back on this and that is what has happened. So people are pushing back saying like, you know, if we have sustainable livestock farming, right, that we do these animals, that's actually better for the environment than not doing that. So it, this is, we're in a struggle now, dude, for the next 10 to 15 years, that's a struggle of meat and plants, dude, what to grow more of, like, where do we go as a society? It's going to be crazy. What do you think? What do you I think? No matter what we do, people are going to be pissed off. Hundred <laughs> percent. Meat eaters will be pissed. Plant plant based uh, eaters will be pissed. Either way, everybody's going to feel that we're not going their way, right? That's what they'll feel like. Damn, why are we not? Why are there not more cows? We need more cow, more people, more cows, and that's basically. I mean, eventually we would get to a point where we wouldn't have the room. So my thing with livestock, right? Just like anybody, is the factory farming. Right, the way we yeah. treat animals like that—that's what I don't like. Do I think we should eat animals? Yes, we should eat. I just wonder if, like, we actually went out and like read bedtime stories to these cows and these chickens. If, like, we could bring some vegans into our side. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Like, if you showed like a really like just not just pasture yeah. raised, they have ten by ten space. Bedtime stories every night. Sure, they wouldn't care because they think that the animal has feelings. So then you can't kill it. But that's a that's just such a I mean look at nature. Right? Look at what happens out in nature. Do animals kill other animals to eat all Most day definitely. long? Is there like a forest police out there like some fox that, you know, with a badge like, "Oh, you can't eat each other. It's against the mother nature law." No, I mean, animals just do what they do. So I just don't see why we would be any different. We, we do the same thing. We, we just do we it should. in a we should just do it in a. We should just do it in a better way, you know, a more humane way. I know it sounds crazy, but there is a humane way to take an animal's life um, and then feed upon it, right? Like hunters do, hunter good hunters that don't take for granted the animal they just killed. They're grateful for that meat. They use every bit of it. They don't waste. Um, I see nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's I mean, rainbow style, just. <laughs> you know, well, I don't know about that, but they use a they no. use a gun from a hundred yards. <laughs> like, there's no sport to it. That's another thing when they say, "Oh, I like hunting for sport." Like, what what kind of sport is scoping a deer from two hundred yards out? That deer has no chance. Like, what kind of sport? A sport would be we put you in a little ring together <laughs> and see and who comes out alive, yeah. right? Like, you use your hands; they get to use their hooves or whatever they have yeah uh right that would be fair but that's not well, gonna happen put you in the middle of an ocean with a bunch of sharks around you Who's gonna I'm win fucked. That? yeah you are i'm a fast swimmer five minutes oh shit robert damn i can't believe we i didn't we eat we talked about all that robert that's great um okay robert we're in the last five minutes of the show so this is something we call last call okay i'm gonna ask you some questions and you fire off rapidly. Give me the answers. You really did eat all that food. I wasn't. You. <laughs> oh my god. 
literally the only reason you came on the podcast today. Pretty much. Dinner. <laughs> okay. You ready for these questions? Sure. Or you need to finish what's in your mouth? Somehow you've managed, just to say this real quick, somehow you have managed to speak well and not and, and eat at the same time. I just don't even know how you Let's did it. Let's listen to the playback. And, and you are worried actually... about eating in front of the microphone. You did a phenomenal job, bro. You killed it. You crushed it. Look at my food. It's all there. Um, so I got a show to run, Robert. Okay. Um, okay, you ready for last call? You ready for these questions? Okay, here we go. Okay. You're going on a road trip and you can only take one album. What is it? By the way. By the way, what? By the way. Oh, that's the name of the album? Yeah. Well, who sings that? Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers, by the way. Reminds me of when I was 19, driving to Daytona Beach, Florida. Actually, I was 21. I'm sorry, I wasn't 19. <laughs> Moving to Daytona Beach to be a bartender. Oh, wow. Cocktail style. Okay, Tom Cruise. Um, okay, what would be your last meal? Anything my wife cooked for me. Oh, my God. No, dude, you're on your deathbed. Like, mm. this is you get to choose your last meal. What you know? What are you eating? Quick, this is rapid. That's a fire. difficult question to answer. You know, steak potatoes. What are you? Mac like, and cheese. I do like steak potatoes. Is that your answer? That would be my answer. Okay, boom. Your favorite taco place in town, Austin. There's too many. <laughs> there are. That's, That's what it gets too There's saturated, too and yeah. you can't even think of sure. one. That's a good problem like, to have. Yes. That's a good problem to have. So let's name name a couple. I don't know, man. Just name one taco place. <laughs> I don't want to name one that's not worthy of it just because I sound like... When's the last time you got tacos? Okay, we're moving on. Favorite barbecue you do that? spot. You just stare at me like, uh. <laughs> Favorite barbecue spot. I'm a, I'm partial to Franklin's. Franklin's is great. Yeah. Franklin's is great. Um, finish this movie line. Say hello to my little... Frank. <laughs> You did it in the accent too. I yeah. love it. Friend, great. What movie's that from? That's from the I'm the bad guy. That's from uh, <laughs> it's a Razor Ramon, the bad guy. The bad guy. Remember that guy? Yeah. No, that was from uh, Al Pacino and uh, damn it, a lot of cocaine. Scarface. Thank you. Yeah. Um, favorite dish to make at home? I don't cook a lot at home, man. Because anything I'm creating, anything yeah. when I'm thinking of a new dish or something like, like R&D, yeah. that's my, my, my next okay. dish. So cool. When I'm thinking about serving something new, I'm like, okay, let's... What can we do here? Okay. Um, least favorite thing to eat? Is there uh, like, I don't know. Uh, olives. Olives? Really? Can't stand them. What the fuck? Liver. Okay. I, that I get. Olives? What about olive oil? Olive oil is fine, but olives just just a ba- just an actual olive you don't like. Have you ever had a real olive? Yeah, like real. I don't yeah. mean from the jars. I don't mean. I'm talking like from an olive field. You've had an olive like that? Because I worked in olive field, dude. Those are way different olives. Coming up, but well, you we'll go hopping through an olive field and you give me like feed me some olives <laughs> and we'll see how that goes over. They're just different olives uh, that they have in Europe that that are here. Like they're way different. I mean, they just not. It's so different. It's crazy. Um, okay. What dish represents Texas to you? Man. I guess brisket. Brisket. Okay. Good answer. Your favorite food city in Texas? I'm partial to Austin. Okay. Houston's a second. Close second. Good answer. Good answer. That's the most popular, probably, those two. 
Name three things in your pantry right now. A lot of spices. Okay. Rice. Okay. And baby stuff. Okay. That's great. And you don't even have kids, right? So that's even no, more I, weird. I, I do have Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be weird. That was right? a stupid joke. I got joke. gerber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Last question, Robert. Finish this phrase. The stars at night are big and bright. In the heart of Texas. What did you say? In the heart of Texas? Nope. Man. You're close. You want to give it another try? Yeah, give it another try. Go for it. Well, say the first oh. line first. <laughs> stars at night are big and bright. You're close. You're missing one word. Deep in the heart deep of Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. Okay, that's important. I've never been too deep. Yeah, we know. Your wife told us. Um, so, well, that was our show. <laughs> oh, man. I just walked into that. You, did, you totally did. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Lone Star Plate podcast where we roast them and toast them. I'm just joking. I just added that. I don't know. Um, so make sure you go to texasrealfood.com slash podcast to learn more about us. Um, you can also check out, um, you know, iTunes and all the different Spotify, uh, all the different uh, podcast platforms. You can actually even tell Alexa to play us on your... You can tell Alexa to play our podcast. So you can just say, Alexa, play the Lone Star Plate, and it will play our podcast, which is super cool. She'll say, what is that? She'll say, no, she'll say, this is the best <laughs> podcast I've ever heard. I don't know her voice. That was not That's... at all, right? Robotic. Okay, so, and also check out Daily Austin Daily Press if you want some badass Sammies. Delicious. Um, and of course, thank you to my guest, Robert Strong. Make sure you check out prettytiebrand.com. Okay, prettytiebrand.com for more info on his delicious sauces. Um, and uh, also the Palmer Nicholas uh, website is what? Is it Palmer Nicholas? Palmer Nicholas, spelled like Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, dot com, dot org. Yeah, palmernicholasfoundation.org. There it is. Boom. Um, okay, that's it, guys. So I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. This was another episode of the Lone Star Plate Podcast. Until next time.